Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Talk of the Town podcast. Yes, we are back with a full show. I have stopped jetting around the world and uh, decided to come back and do a podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, good friend and Dunstable Vice Chairman, Mr. Matty Carrington. Matty, good morning. How are you, mate? Yeah, not so bad. Yeah, I think I've just about got over yesterday. How was your holiday, mate? Uh, very good, mate. Very good. Uh, Do you know I was on holiday? Apparently, I told everyone. Uh, you know, not that, it, but no, it was really good, mate. I had a great time with the family over in Spain. Uh, I was following a lot of Dunstable Town stuff while I was there. But um, yeah, all good, mate. Glad to be back and watching some football. Uh, we have a guest joining us today, Matt. Uh, the man himself. We mention him all the time on this podcast. It's only Gaza. It's only Benji Crilly. Crilly, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yes, all good, mate. All good. Uh, getting over yesterday's game, mate. Uh, but before we get into that, Benji, obviously uh, you are out injured at the minute, mate. How's it all going? How's the recovery? And I've been to a few preseason training sessions and a few training sessions. Good to see you up and running, mate. I definitely miss you on the pitch. So, uh, what's the latest, mate? When can we expect to see you back in the in the famous Dunstable colours? Yeah, it's um, it's been a bit of a tough one. Hopefully. Well, late August, hopefully early September, we'll be um, looking to be back and involved. Um, yeah, it's been a been a tough, long period out, in fairness, watching the boys. Um, Pre-season is never a bad one to miss um, in terms of <laughs> all the riding that we've been doing. But um, in fairness to the boys, they'll, they'll come back and all look looked sharp. It's uh, motivational watching them kick a ball about and me having to stand on the touchline and do my rehab and do all my band work and whatnot. But... Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're not far away. So this week we did, um, I did a bit of non-contact work and a little bit of contact with um, with the boys. I think a few of them ducked out a few challenges when they saw it was me, which was quite nice. Gave me a bit of time on the ball. But um, yeah, it's, it was, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. How, how is it for you, like, being watching pre-season and stuff? Obviously, you know, like... Um... As a player, mate, I used to hate preseason. I'm not gonna lie, but it's very different back when we were blooming doing preseasons, running up hills and piggybacking your teammates up a hill. I mean, like you say, if you're gonna miss something, miss preseason. But we know yeah. you, you, you know, you're, you know, one of the fittest guys in the team. But has it been a little bit frustrating for you seeing the lads out there doing preseason, and then we've had the games. It, you know, it can't be easy. Yeah. I, I, I've stood with you on the sidelines. You're not a good watcher of football, Crilly. I'm not gonna no, lie, I'm mate. Not. I know I'm, you're. I'm... You're gonna make a great manager one day. I'm gonna put it that yeah. way. Well, I'm thinking I'll add. To obviously uh throw my hand at it against uh Barnet. So when uh Joe was a little bit unavailable to me and Alfred took the reins and uh some say we got a three 0 winner from default. So uh I think we did all right there. But yeah no it's uh it's hard watching the boys. I think I watched obviously Davo's out injured so I watched with him and uh yeah I'm alright and then the switch sort of hits and then I'm like Dave I've got to go walk around the other side and shout yeah. and uh <laughs> I think Tolu and Rory tend to uh, get the most of it. Um, they will definitely say that, maybe Sellers as well. Um, but yeah, it's a, it is a difficult one, unfortunately. But, you know, hopefully get back on the pitch as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean, just briefly, you mentioned the Barnet game there, mate. Did you get a little bug for management? You and the old Alfie on the sidelines. Uh, Have we got a new yeah. dynamic duo when you retire? I mean, potentially, yeah. But, um, oh, I just... I'll and Davo as well. Play. I saw Davo pointing in quite a few pitches. Dave, he Dave, good, Dave, very Dave good pointer. Good he's a good pointer. He is indeed. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he's... Davo is 
probably got more of the temperament for it. Um, along with Alfie, I've probably got too much of an erratic nature for uh for management at the moment. You, I might calm down with uh with age, but you never know. I haven't got. No, we've, we've got Joe, mate. So you know, it's, well, you yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, no, I've. I mean, I used to do a little bit when I was a bit younger, anyway. So potentially, yeah, I've got the line for it, but um. Still, for now, we've got hopefully at least another sort of five years playing minimum. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Uh, Matty, obviously, we sit here. We haven't had a full podcast because we've all been busy and we've done a lot of post-matches. Um, let's have a little catch-up then, lads. Obviously, starting with Ellsbury at home. Uh, we had an FA Cup game and then, obviously, yesterday, we are away to St. Pantillamon. Matty, how are you summing up the season so far, albeit three games? And like Joe said yesterday... Long, long way to go. And I mentioned to him in the post game, you know, we kind of flipped it. Last season, we started like a house on fire. And, you know, Joe even mentioned, and we probably all guilty of believing our own hype a little bit. And we all went a little bit mad on online. Joe's always said it's time to always be a little bit humble. Uh, you know, I mean, take your medicine. It's been a mixed start to the season, shall we say, Matt? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, the Alsby game was a great game to, to be involved in. Um, you know, with, Aylesbury have strengthened massively from our season. I think they'll be in the mix uh, across the season. Uh, and they held us well in the first half, but obviously the introduction of uh, Webby in the second half, they just obviously didn't keep up with him. And to be honest, he took his two goals really well. Should have probably had, had a hat-trick as well, because uh, just beforehand he uh, just put one narrowly wide. Uh, but yeah, I think um, after the the Aylesbury game, everyone was uh, all singing, all dancing, happy with uh, the performance, happy with how we did. Uh, then, obviously, we went into the, the MK uh, Irish game. And I don't think anybody can um, escape from the fact that, you know, it wasn't our best game of football at all. Um, lots of people, obviously, have said the same to me. Joe's obviously said during his interview himself that, you know, we just weren't in the races at that day. And then yesterday, where it's, it's definitely it was a tale of two halves, um, uh, if I'm honest, we probably should have been, you know, three or four up in the in first half. Um, and then we come out in the second half, you know, changes to change the system, obviously, uh, take uh, have to take Sam off um, and kind of just a bit more a bit exposed at the back. Um, obviously, you know, no, no disrespect to, to Sam Pentillimon. Uh, they, they're a very good team uh, moving forward and very, very quick. And I think that's what um, exposed us quite a lot at the back. Obviously, missing yourself, really, in my opinion. I'm not just saying that because you're on the pod. Uh, but yeah, I think we just need to. I've, Next couple of days, regroup, get ready to, to rock and roll against uh, Biggles Wade this Tuesday. And as you say, it's early in the season. You know, I've seen some comments on Twitter about, you know, oh. dead, honestly, just grow up, absolutely grow up. Uh, yeah, and yes, everyone's disappointed that we didn't get through any FA Cup. You know, it's 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 the oldest cup competition in the world. You want to, you want to advance as well as you can. But, you know, yes, we're all disappointed to be out. But the bottom line is we're at the FA Cup that we were never going to win, you know, and in, in previous regimes, they relied on the FA Cup income. Mm-hmm. You know, we're savvy enough to realise you don't budget for that because you never know what happens on the day. So, yeah, you know, we wanted to go through. We didn't get through. Big, big whoop. You know, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll move on and we'll be a bit more fresh for the league on uh, next Saturday. So we get to yeah. uh, play a couple more uh, league games in comparison to some others who you know are going to be enjoying their adventure in the FA Cup it may help in our favour which means that when later on in the season when they're trying to pack in the games yeah we won't have as many games to, to pack in so that's yeah. my opinion of it 
Yeah, no, Crilly, how have you seen it, mate, from the from the sidelines? And like we said at the start, you're not the best watcher of football. Must be oh, it must be cool. double edged for you because you see it from a player's perspective. I've stood near you and I, I can see that your brain's thinking still as a player. And you know, we we're just fans. We, you know, we've just got fans' opinions, but it must be even harder for you for standing with us. And you know, like I said, I've seen you at, at games. How have you assessed the start of the season, like from a player's point of view? Because it's difficult for you guys, because everything I've read, Precy and Joe, I know Joe doesn't, he tries not to read a lot online. Everyone's like, Dunstable, Real Bedford, Dunstable and Real Bedford. They're the ones, they're the ones. You know what I mean? You guys are, everyone has Facebook and Twitter. I mean, Jesus, I wish I hadn't got Twitter sometimes, the amount of shit that we get on the Dunstable, uh, the podcast one. But how have you seen it, Benji, to start the season, mate? Bit of a mixed bag compared to last year when, like I say, we started like a house on fire. I mean, mixed bag, we, last year we did start very, very well. And we were, we were a new group last year. We had a five to 10 new additions last year and it was, almost like a spark and it triggered a flame and we just, we shot off. But um, this year we've all come back. We've all come back sharp. I mean, I thought the Ellsbury Vale game, the second half performance was as good as I've seen towards the back end of last season, the last sort of six weeks or so. We were, we were very good. First half, I thought we came out a bit sluggish. Um, and we just need to find that consistency. So Unfortunately, we are playing step five football and we aren't, if we were the most consistent players in the world, we would be playing higher. It's not the lacking of ability or anything like that. It's just turning that performance every single week. And unfortunately, we have come out on a couple of occasions and come out slow. And against good sides such as MK Irish, St. Pantillamon, it's moments in games. It's not, it will happen instantly and you'll be five, six now. It's... It's one moment. One moment changes the whole entire game, and it can, it can fuck you. Excuse the language. Mm. It's it, it, good. It, it <laughs> Unfortunately, it absolutely kills you. And going when when you're against ten men and you concede, it go it knocks the absolute stuffing out of you. And you go, we're now properly up against it. And yeah, other the Dunstable, Rail Bedford, but I know MK Irish are a very good side. Other good really really good things about FC Romania. Tring of strength, and there are a lot, a lot of good sides in the league, and especially with the playoffs, it's going to be more open than ever this year. And you'll have sides that are pushing till post Christmas, after Christmas, because they're still in and around the mix, opposed to it just being the top one, two, or whatever, whoever's up and around the top end. Mm. You'll still get sides who are in ninth, tenth, pushing it till post Christmas. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's going to be a difficult one, but we're going to take our time. We'll, be working as hard as ever and I'm sure it only takes a run of two, three games all of a sudden you get a bit of confidence and the boys start flying. You saw where it was like back end of the season when we went on that um, six, seven game winning run. It happens. So it won't take long and Mm. Joe won't let it happen for too long in terms of losing exactly. So we will be, I'm sure we'll be on the right train soon. Mm. How important is it as well, like you say, Crilly, mate, it's, it's step five football and injuries do play such a big part at this level. It's not like we're in the Premier League and we can go and spend a few. Oh, I don't know if Matt's got a few mils sitting around that he could maybe help us out with. But, well, you know, yourself, you're out. Davo's out. Uh, Dunny's yeah. now got the, the, the ribs. Have got, you know, Rory was out yesterday. At step five football, it's not like you can just go, right, uh, I want to go and get this player. Because, you know, Joe's mentioned on the post-game podcast yesterday, he said some yeah. of the figures that he's been mentioned about, he didn't go into detail, but I can no. tell by, his, you know, you can hear in his voice yesterday. And I spoke to him off air. Some of the figures being banded about in non-league football now, Crilly, I'm just like, I'm, people have, some people have even asked, are oh, a dunstable full-time? 
things yeah. like that. Joe's getting questioned like, yeah, are you full time, mate? I might be interested. Are you kidding me? Step five. Does it even surprise you now that the levels it, of we're step five now and some has, of the biggest band in the round? We, as players, we have had numerous conversations about it. And what we've all sort of deemed to happen is that everything from COVID to social media, your hashtags to your Billy Ricky manager and chairman coming in, all the all of this has helped. And from COVID, where the League Two players all dropped down in couple of levels where their contracts got released it's all just slowly filtered down and all of a sudden every division is playing almost upper division so you step mm-hmm. five is a step four division yeah. and money equates to that as well so it it is surprising some of the figures that are getting sort of chucked about however it's all relative and it doesn't make you play any different believe me like we whatever we get paid when you cross that line, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. It is whether you're getting beat 2-0 or whether you're winning 2-0, you still give the same performance, same discipline, same attitude. It, well, for me anyway, some players might turn up for a pound note, I don't know. But no, it's you got to turn up and you got to beat the side that's in front of you, whether they're earning a million pound a week or whether they're earning a quid a week or whether they're paying to play. It really doesn't matter. As long as the attitude's there, then it should be fine and you should do do your job and get the win. Mm-hmm. Matty, do you think that's like what Crilly said? That's right there. I mean, so, some players literally at step five now, they're trying to make a buck. And it, gone are the days of just like, we're lucky. We've got, like you say, we've got people, all our lads, you know, Crilly here because he's on the podcast. He's just mentioned it. They're not thinking, oh, bloody hell. You know, I don't want to go to another team for an extra 40 quid down the road. Like Crilly says, Matt, is it, we're kind of step five, but, you know, a lot of these players are looking at, you know, looking at step four, step three budgets. And you're like, come on, man, this is, it's non-league football. I mean, we've spoke to the guys at Risborough you know, on, the, on the podcast before and you know, some of the things they've told us about, you know, what's going on in non-league football. And um, it's it's not just Dunstable Town. It's across the board. I mean, Matt, you've been kind of involved in, in behind the scenes. Does it does it baffle you some of the money that is now involved in Step 5 football? 100%, mate. Um, obviously, I'm not, I, I, I generally believe that the budget that we offer is sustainable to the club and uh, but uh, enough to, to make us competitive within the league but yeah I, I'm I've got the example and I hope they don't mind me saying but Real Bedford you know we all know that they're backed by um you know the the Bitcoin chairman um they they're they're investing in that club heavily in a in a good way um we had I've the, seen the, I've seen like a little thing about him he's a he's doing he's a local lad wanting yeah. to his local team to do well fair play to that boy from what I've read about him you know what I mean but one of the things that they did this, they're looking to do this season is get uh, all the grounds that they go to to offer uh, streaming, uh, uh, sorry, film the game live, uh, so they can stream it on their own channels. So because obviously they've got quite a large international audience, and um, they don't make anything from those, those streams whatsoever. In fact, it actually costs them. But the the level of what it costs them, because apparently what they have to do is set up the scaffolding the day before, get everything done. They were quoted to us that it's actually costing them about sixteen, seventeen hundred pounds a game to stream. So if they've got that level of infrastructure that they can, you know, essentially put sixteen hundred pounds per game in across the forty games, that's before they've even started putting a pound note towards players. So there are teams out there that are willing and able to to invest in in the in their players and 
um, you know, can, can invest a considerable amount. And then, you know, there are others that, as Chris says, they haven't got two pennies to, to rub together. So the, the players are just playing there just because, you know, it's their local club and they want to play there. You know, we're, we're I would say, halfway between the two. You know, we are, we have secured some decent sponsorship this season. You know, we've, we've managed to get our, all of our shirts uh, sponsored for the season. I'd like to thank them all for uh, for sponsoring us. Really appreciate everyone's support. And then, you know, our commercial uh, team of Andy and Julian, you know, they're doing some great work in the, getting uh, some great deals over the line. But it does take all these other deals to allow us to offer a, a budget to, to Joe that is, A, as I say, sustainable, but B, competitive. So, yeah, without those deals and without uh, people coming through the gates and uh, buying their membership and buying all the merch and all that stuff, yeah, we'd be in the same position as some of them that we just didn't, we wouldn't be able to offer any budget, let alone, you know, uh, a semi-respectable budget. Mm, yeah. Quickly, as a player, has it surprised you how much non-league football's changed even since you started playing? You know, you're not, I'm not calling you a wily veteran by any means. You're not, you're not Robbie Goodman just yet. You ain't got 50 million yeah, shirts. No, Big shout no, out to Robbie. Uh, how much yeah. has non-league changed since you started playing now, mate, till where you are now with Dunstable? You know what? I actually don't think it has. Mm. I think there's always been teams that have thrown more money about. There's always yeah. been big players about. The social media presence side of things is got a lot better in terms of... Yeah, we know, need to get you on Twitter, mate. That's going to yeah, be a lot. I, 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 I can't, I'd love I can't to believe see you've got me on here, if I'm being <laughs> honest. But, um, you've done well pounding me eventually. Yeah, how did you so much, up mate? Last year. It was only until I started oh, playing. Oh, Having a little nibble up. But, um, yeah, no, I um, I don't think it's changed that much. It is, no. It's still non-league football. You turn up, you have a good game on Saturday and you get in a bar after and you have a beer or... Or you don't. It's it's still a very very good level of football, no matter what level you play at. I mean, I'm not being funny. If someone says, "Oh, you can turn up on a Saturday and it will give you a bit of beer money and you can have a drink with your pals after," what a great way to live. I'm not being funny. It is people involved in non-league football that play it? You try and explain it to someone who doesn't understand it, and they go, "So you got to stay in more or less Friday night." Go out Saturday, play football, won't probably finish till about half six, seven o'clock. And then you want to go out afterwards with your mates or whoever. And you're like, what are you doing? And it's like you're traveling an hour some weeks, two hours the next. And you're like, they don't get it. But it's just such a community feel. And all the boys, the lads, the just everything, the competitive their edge to it is just, um, it is a different world, but mm. it's, it hasn't changed that much. Yeah. No, it's it, it it Matty he says the like the about the going out, Matty. Uh I was happily sitting at home a couple of weeks ago and I was getting FaceTimes off a certain uh Benji Crilly and a Debo uh telling me to get my ass down to Leighton. So when he mentions going out on a Saturday night, yeah. uh once these boys have had one too many tipples and I'm getting FaceTimes saying, Burrows, you better get your ass down here or we're never talking to you again. Uh, you know, I to I to turn I up mean, You're not the only one. I am Mind you, you turned up one night. I was out with Davo and Alfie in late, yeah. and Quilly Cabs turned up at one in the morning to give everyone a lift home. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, I'm renowned for a little FaceTime on a night out. We might have been in, I might have been in Tenerife with Alfie, and we might have started uh, FaceTiming the entire squad, telling them to buck their ideas up during the pre season <laughs> when we were 
a little bit half cut, shall we say, in a Tenerife. So yeah, an odd FaceTime. I don't mind a FaceTime on a night out. Yeah, no, well, I think me and Alfie last time the end of, when we the Leighton game, I think we ended up voice noting Joe Dini about half two in the morning, singing down the front yeah. of him, which he now give us the nickname of the Backstreet Boys. But you know, <laughs> he, he was there. But, um, yeah, he didn't pick up my FaceTime. Call. I can't think why? <laughs> yeah, I might have been injured. He might have still been annoyed at my injury at that time. Yeah, if Joe ever answers the phone, I'm going to be absolutely yeah. astounded. But Quilly, uh, how are you seeing the rest of the season, mate? Is it literally just break it down game at a time? Obviously, we've got Biggleswade uh, Tuesday night. We know what they're about, like I said to Joe in the post game. Going to be a hard yeah. physical game. Change management team over there. Uh, a couple of the lads that play for them, uh, really, you know, they're now managing. How are you seeing it? Biggleswade Tuesday, Cockfoss this Saturday, mate. It's just, as I say, it's game, game at a time. Um, break it down per month segment, I like to do, and just pick up your points and go from there. But it's personnel try and get see myself back fit and a few others and just find find something that works and as I say as soon as something clicks and you get two three game run going you know what it's like you start running downhill and you it's it's a hard thing to stop in terms of any side that's on a run you come up against them and you go fucking hell they're half decent but then all of a sudden they can lose against someone and you're like what's happened there so it's it's a hard one to hold one to call, but if we can just get a couple of games under our belts where we get a couple of wins, and unfortunately no no win comes easy in the uh, Spartan South Midlands, um, so it is a tough one. But as soon as we do get a couple of games under our belts, we'll uh, there's no doubt in my mind we will uh, be all fine and start winning some games. Yeah. Well, look at la- look at last season. You know when we lost again. That's oh, right. Uh, yeah, lost against Resbra. And then went on a couple of draws against uh, Biggles Wade United yeah, there you go. and Bulldog. But then yeah. after, when we played Crawley Green, uh, great, absolutely demolished team. So as oh. I say, I think we just need something to click and uh, get the right, you know, uh, positioning uh, across the game, and yeah, we'll be we'll be fine. And what I like about this season is there's again, I don't think there's going to be a runaway team. You know, Real Bedford, yes, they're investing, but they're obviously coming against uh, some teams that, that, that are a higher step from what they used to last season. You know, Cop Foster's early favourites, you know, they're struggling at the minute. You know, it could be argued that we're struggling a little bit. You know, there's some teams at the minute that were early favourites that are finding it a bit of a challenge. So I can't see any issue at this current time. And, you know, I, I think we've got the, the squad of players that uh, are able to put uh, somebody in place uh, to then go on a real run. Mm. I mean, August is always a weird time and all yeah. everyone everyone's like oh my god it, it, look at last year we started everyone's like, oh bloody hell dunce and then we went it, on that little lull and then we finished early. until until post Christmas that's yeah. when you have to look at it it's the same as the Prem I'm not being funny pick up as many results as you can get see where you are see where the light, uh, land lies and then come Christmas then you looking at results and going all Biggles Wade are doing well all Cockfosters are doing well all Tring Every time they see where they're at, that's when you start looking at results. Mm. Till now, it's just like, oh, they're doing all right. That's it. You can't yeah. read too much into things and get fixated on other teams. You just got to look on your job and what you're doing. Yeah, that that's what makes me laugh, Matt. It's been two games, and you, if you look at our podcast Twitter feed, sometimes after a game, yeah. oh my god, you'd think we'd lost ten on the bounce and we were getting relegated. Uh, it's a lot of uh, the old keyboard warriors. They do like it a little bit, don't they? Out there, mate. It's a uh, 
He said, yeah, Quilly, maybe stay off Twitter, mate. So we'll, yeah. I don't want to say, maybe yeah. you might not be the best person. And two, after a few drinky poos on a Saturday night, mate, if you're bad enough at the FaceTime, we can't let you near yeah. Twitter. No, definitely not. <laughs> I, I try to avoid, to be honest, though, I do say to the boys, jammers last year for one, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I, I try to say to the boys, settle, settle down. And he just, yeah, he could, so unfortunately, some people just can't help themselves. Nah, they can't. Uh, Benji, let's just finish. Uh, we always have uh, a few fun questions, mate. Um, any funny training ground stories that are uh, that you can put on a podcast? We've had Connor on in the past. He's told us a few belters that you can. Oh, you don't even if you might get a little bit risque. Oh, but, uh, uh, any anything that you uh, would like to divulge that maybe our, our uh, the loyal listeners and Dunstall Town fans might not know about the team? Anything funny happened on the training ground that you might want to tell us about? There's, there's been a few a uh, few little bits. Um... Manny's attire is always. Oh, uh, do you follow him on Instagram? Ah, oh, it is uh, interesting. So there was this one time he turned up in full tracksuit with basically the alphabet on his uh, on on his attire, and we we're thinking, what the hell has he turned up? And he's stripped off. If you know Manny, he likes likes to rub on the physio, likes getting warmed up. So. Uh, I've then decided to go full kit off, stick his, uh, stick his clothing on and just walk into the dressing room full. I mean, me and Manny, we probably do different styles. So it was interesting to see me in the, uh, in his, in his clothing. And uh, yeah, it was a very interesting one in terms of what I was, uh, what I was wearing. There was a couple of photos taken. Apparently I could have made it on a music video and I wasn't uh, but uh, I'll have to show you the photo of it because it's uh, it's half decent, yeah. yeah. You do you do like dressing up, uh, Benji? Because uh, not that I think you saw it, uh, saw that you got noticed. But when we was trying to get the game, the last game of the season on on the pitch, I saw you donning my wellies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I don't like <laughs> dress up. Uh, yeah. Little dunstable fancy dress night out coming here, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 We've uh, we've done this with Connor, uh, and yeah, who do you think's not the uh, the best trainer at the? Not the best trainer. This one causes some upsets. So yeah, I, that's why we've done it, mate. He does get the uh, the conversations talking. Um, Connor was fuming when his name was mentioned. Um, yeah. I I will I will say uh, Robbie Goodman. I he there are just some days where I'm just like Robbie, what are you doing? He will turn up and just be like, yeah. Squeeze up, boys, and just all of a sudden someone's in behind him and it's like, Robbie, any chance? But um, no, when he gets on the pitch, I've got no no complaints with Robbie whatsoever. So, yeah. I can't hear I a bad word I said about the legend that is Robbie Goodman, Goodman mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then, oh, Darth. See, look, names just come through your head. I'm thinking Faulkner. Faulkner can have a special training session at some times and he'll just be... It's like his legs aren't connected to the rest of his body. Uh, but... Um, Always what you want from a striker. Oh, don't. And there's other days he'll stick it in the top bin and he'll go, how the hell have you just done that? But uh, yeah, them two for sure. So when they're on, when they're marking each other, that is a, that's a fun one. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, Two players you wouldn't want to be stuck in a lift with? Connor Coulson, million percent. He'd, uh, I'd just be trying to stay calm and he'd be losing his absolute 
mine. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say Mr. Beaumont, actually. He'll be stressing about texting his missus. He'll, uh, he'll be like, oh, I've got to find Lucy. Like, where's she at? He'll, he'll be running late and whatever. He gets he'll a be... lot of stick about being under the thumb, old Beaumont, oh, I've noticed. Yeah, with, with I good I've known that boy a long, long time. <laughs> I've known he gets a lot of stick, old Beaumont, about being... I, mean, I think we've had him out on, what, one night out? Two nights yeah, out? exactly. Exactly. But mind you, Deany keeps promising us a night out. I ain't really seen him cut a rug yet either. You know what I mean? Can't come out with us. No. Could you imagine the carnage? There's a line. There's a a line, and we can't can't let Deany loose in Leighton. Oh, my God. Um, but Crilly, it's been good to have you uh, on the podcast, mate. Uh, hopefully, see you back on the on the pitch soon, mate. Like you say, end of August, so a couple of more weeks, mate. It's going to be, oh, you know, get you get you back training and get you involved, mate. But it's been good to have you on the pod, mate. Honestly, I know, so we talk about you all the bloody time. You've taken on the nickname Gaza uh, at the club, mate. We saw you pull off a few moves last season. We were like, hello, can I? Yeah. Might have to move you up to the old centre mid, mate. Get you involved with a few tricks out there. But no, it's good. I wish you well, mate. You're a, you're a good lad, mate. Wish you all the best with the with the recovery, and hopefully see you back on the pitch soon. Cheers, buddy. Much appreciated, Matty. Just before we go, mate. Anything coming up at the club? Anything you need to tell us about? We haven't had a full podcast for a while, mate. Uh, the Porter Cabin's finally up and running. Uh, you know, I'm going to yeah. my first interview in there. I'm, I'm going to make a point of going over there next Saturday and doing my interview with Joe but anything else at the club mate obviously we've now got the ladies team they're getting set to kick off in September commercially I see it absolutely buzzing we've got some great sponsorship going on but anything you need to uh, tell us about mate well one of the things I just want to get out there is obviously you know we, we've seen the the, un, the unlucky scarves as you've uh... yeah don't buy a scarf Krilly since they've come out mate we've been crap no, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't get started. <laughs> I blame Matt yesterday. I'll just turn around. Hasn't gone with a cheese special, no. No. Maybe <laughs> get Manny modelling the scarves. Oh, he's great. Isn't he? He, he can pull anything off. Honestly, he can pull anything off. He looks unbelievable. Yeah, but now apart from that, obviously we still have um, the uh, opportunity for people to buy their their membership and ownership for the next season. You know, it's a great offer. Um, the gold um, ownership package is probably the best bargain that you can get because obviously you don't just get your opportunity to own a part of the club you also get a season ticket how much well. is that matt that's 125 pounds it will include your season ticket uh an exclusive owners uh white and blue uh, beanie hat so show your pride and obviously an owner's badge as well and discounts via the lifestyles card uh so yeah just uh we are going to be advertising that throughout every game we're going to have pete and Andrew uh, underneath the Dunsford Town gazebo. So if you want to have your chance to own a part of the this you know uh, club that's been going uh, nearly well 140 years this year, in fact, wow. uh, you know make sure that you uh, stop us by and you know have your chance of owning your local football club. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, boys, it's been good. We will be back on Tuesday at Biggles Wade. I'll be back pitch side with Joe, hopefully talking about a Dunstable Town win. But like I say, very early in the season, let's not all get carried away. We've only played two fucking league games. Jesus Christ, you'd think the world is coming to an end. But no, onwards and upwards. This has been the Talk of the Town podcast. You can find us on Twitter at DTFC pod. Thanks to Crilly. Thanks to Matt. We'll be back Tuesday. And then me and Matt will be back with a full podcast next week. Till next time, everybody up them mighty blutes. Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in to today's Talk of the Town podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter 
at DTFC Pod. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Talk of the Town Podcast. <laughs>